If you have any questions or concerns about today's episode, please call or text producer Dan at 778-288-9255. Start the party, Dan! Time to turn it up, we're getting crazy, going wild, fucking dancing stuff. Dude's throwing hell's like fucked up. Fire, roll, roast, bad pups, sticking up the replies. We don't want to go to school, we don't want to get a job. We just want to get on and get our hands to fuck. We don't follow the rules, we do whatever we want. Fuck party, the mind tastes like what we do the duck. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 222. One third of the number of the beast. Mm-hmm. Six, I'm John. Six, six, yeah. I'm Stefan. And with us is a fantastic guest. He is a former guest on this show, but only on a bonus episode. That's His right. first main episode appearance here for sweeps month. He is a former jeopardy champion. That's the only credit of his that matters to me. Just kidding. He is also the host of (laughs) secretly incredibly fascinating newly on the maximum fun network. Alex Schmidt is here. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. It's great to be here. I knowing it's episode two, two, two and a third of the beast. Now I know why I was booked for this one specifically. Yes. I, I have a real satanic edge to everything I do. <laughs> we and said, right. who yeah. is our most demonic friend? <laughs> and immediately, <laughs> Stefan and I actually had a jinx on it. Yeah. We were both like, well, Chris, Alex J- Schmidt, Chris James like, oh. wasn't available. So <laughs> yeah, Chris James is doing a blood sacrifice this afternoon. That's so right, unfortunately yeah. he couldn't be with us, but Alex, uh, thrilled that you are indeed here. And I just want to say, uh, Alex, and, and I don't want to blow, I don't want to blow up your spot here right away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. but I could not help but notice that, uh, you know, exciting news, secretly, incredibly fascinating, joining the max fun network. And you also added a co-host to the show. And, you know, I just want to say that your new co-host, Katie Golden, was also on an episode of Sif with myself. So I can only imagine that me and yeah. her were the two choices you were deciding between, and you clearly went with her. I didn't know I was auditioning to be the co-host, and I'm sad to know that I lost. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, you are blowing up the really extensive, the movie called The Late Shift style heap <laughs> of content. I'm going to mine out of that, that hustle, right? There were many people battling for it, a lot of backbiting, a lot of, you know, just real turbulence behind the scenes. It was pretty tough. Was my, was my Zelda episode, was that a, was that a tryout as well? Was that an audition? Yeah, everything's a tryout always. Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, everybody should be on pins and needles with me. Eggshells, okay. yeah. <laughs> so people are often saying about you that it's like, ah, oh, geez, I, I did Sif, and it just kind of felt like an audition. <laughs> I don't know what for, but I was, it had the same energy. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. How's the new, how's the oh, new co-host you. relationship working out? Cause I feel like if I had done a show by oh, yeah. myself for that long, you know, I would hate to have someone else there. Even if they're, you know, a great person like Katie, I feel like I would be like, you know what? Fuck off. Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't think Alex is like that. Though. Like, no, but I've been stuck with you from the beginning. So <laughs> yeah. it's fine. I don't even notice that Stefan's here anymore. Yeah. But I, it's, I feel like it's got to be an adjustment. It's it's like a lot of continuation and I'll, and jokes aside, thank you so much for kind of things about it. But she has been on the most episodes so far and, and you both very kindly guessed it. And, and then, yeah, John, you're on one with Katie and I, I forget who else is on it, but but Katie, she's American. We met in L.A. when we both lived in L.A. And now she lives in Italy. Uh, her husband got a job there and they moved to Italy. And so, like, 
I get to see her every week now. It's great. Like I, I just see my buddy a lot more in a way where, where otherwise I'd just see her from time to time when we did one or the other show. Right. And what's the, so I guess what's the time difference? Uh, it's gotta be, well, you're, uh, you're in the Eastern time zone. So, so it's gotta six be hours? Six, Eastern, yeah. six or five. Six hours. Yeah. 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 Look at you guys. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, on we're, we're from, time. we're from Canada. Yep. So we know stuff about the world. Um, well, I think we just oh, know time yeah. zones. I mean, I guess the U S has, well, we well, know time zones because obviously Stefan salute the flag. Sir Sanford Fleming invented time zones. And exactly. Very proud of him. Yeah. Come on. Um, I was going to say, so we have four time zones up here, but the U S also has four. I mean, I guess we actually have five time zones because Newfoundland is on that weird 30 minute time zone. Oh, right. Because is that Atlantic or is that? That's Newfoundland time. Okay. Yeah. So Atlantic is is four ahead of us. Right. And then Newfoundland is four and a half ahead of us. That's right. Okay. Which is insane. I mean, I was going to say, so like. Leave it to the Newfies. The continental United States has four time zones. Three, I I think. No, it's it's, it's four. Oh, is there Atlantic time? Well, mountains and central, right? Oh. So. so, Pacific, Mountain, oh. Central, Eastern, right? Yeah. And then, I mean... So then we have six, then. Because well, we also have Atlantic and Newfoundland plus those four. I guess that's true, right? Yeah. I'm Holy trying, shit. We it, rule. What about, uh, what about, like, Alaska? Like, the easternmost... Or the westernmost point of uh, Alaska. I wonder if that's... And then Hawaii, obviously, but we're... It, well, we're Hawaii's three behind us. Yeah, and that's not continent. I mean, People I'm are so, loving this shit. This is an episode of SIF now. <laughs> this is That's just what we're going to do. Yeah, but this isn't incredibly fascinating. Yeah, no, so. this is secretly incredibly fucking stupid. That's what <laughs> SIF stands for when we do it. I... No, no joke. There is an episode about time zones. People can go listen. <laughs> uh, you can search the name. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so you Pretty should be fun. telling us this. What you know? So you know all about Sir Sani and, and his and his team. Yeah, Canadians, they did it. And the and with the U.S., there's four for the 48 contiguous states. And then I think as Americans, we just sort of mind wipe the other two states and their times and all the territories. But but there's also talk of Florida trying to get one hour ahead of the Eastern time zone, oh. uh, at, at least for part of the year. It's either a daylight savings dropping thing, or they just want to move ahead. Right. Uh, the the bill is called some kind of sunshine name because they want to talk about being like the earliest in the day or something. It's silly. Yeah. Okay. Because I know they've talked about getting rid of daylight savings up here. Which and I, they should. I which, mean, what are we doing It's here? stupid. It sucks. Yeah. I, but I think it's Saskatchewan doesn't have it, right? Is that? No, they don't. Yeah. And that's because of like farmers or whatever, I guess. But daylight savings time, is it not? Isn't it for farmers? So yeah. it, it's weird that our province that's known for farming, they're like, nah, no, we're good. <laughs> we don't need it. Yeah. I hate daylight savings. I feel I, I, I feel like I'm buttoning with this too much. No, but, but no, no, you're on the episode. show, Alex. And, uh, Let's go. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we did a daylight savings episode, and, and apparently the farmer thinks a myth. Uh, it's it's oh. from like other wartime production stuff was the start of it in World okay. War One. Okay, that makes no, sense. No, please. Yeah. This is we very rarely have anyone intelligent on this program. Yeah, this so is, I this, think might, this is actually good. This for is us. maybe actually a first. Where we learned something on the show. Yeah, I yeah. think so. We'll learn something like worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. learned a lot of stuff on the show, but it's usually just like very, well, it's about like fast food review guys. That's what I was going to say is I was actually kind of proud of myself because Alex, are you a learned league player? I don't. I, I think I would get obsessive about it. And I don't let myself. Okay. Wow. All right. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, wow. I, yeah, I don't have that kind of restraint, but uh, about <laughs> with anything, but um, they did. So in the off season, uh, players are allowed to make their own uh, one-day quizzes. Okay. So there was a one-day quiz this oh, cool. week by uh, Tyler Road, who was a Tournament of Champions semifinalist, I believe, this year. Um, and then someone else I don't know, Zed Goslan. 
Uh, but they they made a one day on iconic tweets. Okay. And so for the one days they do they do twelve Ooh. questions. Okay. And I was actually proud of myself because I only got ten. Yeah. So you're not that online. So I'm not. Well, I mean, it's still pretty online. I was ninety third percentile. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, sick. My brain is not what, like fully so broken. Were the questions like who wrote this tweet or or was kind it all of. kind of? Yeah. You actually got a shout out. <laughs> did I? You did. Yeah. You got a shout was out. Was it the and, hot air balloon? Uh, no, no. It, it wasn't a question about your oh, tweet, but yeah. it was like after. The answers came out. Yeah. They give like a little explanation of the answers, and okay. you were in one of the explanations. Okay, which one? <laughs> I'm trying to think here. Uh, which one was it? That's a good question. Um, can you give us some of the questions and we yeah, can try yeah, and answer okay, them? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. I, I can give you some questions okay. here. I, I, I think, Stefan, you would get 12 out of 12. You think so? Honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is question number one. The phenomena of an okay. individual quickly going viral only to just as quickly uh, Milkshake be- duck. Okay. Yeah. So that's number one. Uh, that's, that is right. Uh, okay. <laughs> question number two. In response to a tweet by opinion writer and former journalist DC McAllister critiquing a specific daytime television program, who replied with, you were at my wedding, Denise? Oh, uh, Megan McCain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, wow. Oh, no. Okay. We're just going to do all these, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's fun, yeah. And on, Alex, jump in if you know as well. <laughs> on April... I, I'm loving it, and I also... I was When you brought it up the first time, I was hoping, John, you were going to say that they used your... I think it was your tweet where you said you would just tweet about DK books hitting different or something, <laughs> and yeah. like the cutaways, and then you two agreed that, yeah, that would be viral. That, <laughs> yeah. You should do and that. Then and then it did go it was, viral. Yeah, yeah, I know. Incredible. <laughs> so good. That was more Stefan than me, but yeah. Uh, like... <laughs> As far as the, you know, all you have to do is say this and then it would go viral. I do wish I was, you know, big enough to be in this quiz, but, um, okay. On April 28th, 2011, a British MP accidentally tweeted Ed his, balls. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Well, this one you'll get for sure. Okay. This shout entire, out, this, this shout out to the British government for just the phrase, a British MP tweeted and we're like, it's definitely it's Ed Balls. Like, that's Ed Balls. All no question. Their government has generated. That's yeah. it. That's this all. En- this entire quiz could just be drill tweets. One much memed tweet format he originated involves a supposedly pecuniarily challenged character listing several practical items at normal. Handles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, number five, before you could pay $8 for a verified check, what comedian formerly of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah was banned from Twitter multiple times for their penchant for impersonating brand or oh, government? Uh, which current U.S. senator, the most senior of their party? Chuck is- Grassley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like- <laughs> I feel like this is Rain Man 2 right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite frankly, uh, you'll get this one 100%. Quite frankly, one person in particular seems to be great fodder for iconic tweets about all sorts of topics, from being sensitive to the Holocaust to Crab Rangoon. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Uh, according to Mike Ginn's t-shirt, what criminal activity is he not involved Human in? Human trafficking. Which 2015 film's title character is at Vineyville helpfully pointing out in this tweet? A March 23rd, 2015 tweet from oh, Vineyville I, whispering the, to date while watching fucking, Redacted. It's when, the robot. It's the, I don't, I'm trying to remember the fucking uh-oh. name. Yeah. No, this is like, I know what it is. Uh-oh. It's uh, He's broken down. Question it's, nine. It's, uh, even I got this. One. I know. Cause it's, it's the, it's the South African director did district, uh, whatever. Yeah. Neil Blomkamp. What the fuck is the name of that fucking robot? District nine. Oh my oh. God. Alex, do you know this one? 
So I, th- I only know that the robot is called Chappie. I didn't know any of the previous Yes, Chappie. Chappie. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chappie's right. So yeah. you actually would have got that I one. I would have gotten... I mean, you have I probably all day. I would have so. gotten it eventually, I think, yeah. But. In 2013, the official Twitter account of SpaghettiOs posted this Pearl image. Harbor. <laughs> a tweet from Brent <laughs> purported to tell the sad tale of a person telling the story of how they survived a plane crash and lived on a deserted island. Oxford Dictionary's 2022 word of the year beating hashtag I stand with and metaverse derives from a Juniper tweet, including a photoshopped article describing a fictional reason for the oh, goblin mode. Very good. There you go. Which one? Which one was I, I shouted out? in? Wow. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, someone posted it in the discord about how you got the shout out. Let me see. Here. Uh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, it was Chuck Grassley. Uh, it says queen loving Chuck Grassley fits well amongst the at boring as hex and utility limbs of the world. Wow. Okay. Fun fact. He has been elected in elected office longer than either of my parents have been alive. I'm 31. Chuck Grassley is a really good poster. Um, and then also uh, brand saying Bay got a shout out in the spaghetti. That makes sense. Yeah. Up. We got to start uh, posting on there again. I think on the brand saying Bay. Yeah. I think it's time to start like bullying people <clears throat> from there again. Probably. Um, yeah, you think brands are saying bay these days? I don't know. I've I've blocked most of them. I saw um, today Elon Musk said that they're they're getting rid of legacy verified uh, check marks pretty soon, which means we won't be verified anymore. What the fuck? But, but Dan, I'm famous. Dan will be. Yeah, I'll still be verified. Actually, yeah. I canceled no. my subscription today. So. Yeah, but you could still have the check mark. Did you I, guys Did you guys see that if you subscribe to Twitter Blue? Uh, a lot of people st- still just keep the check mark because yeah, it's of my so broken. Former acquaintances was was it the guy? Oh. Was it the cum shot gamer? No, it was the other one. Okay, yeah. I but, thought you were, uh, but yours is gone, Dan. I think. I no, it's back. Again. Is it back oh, now? It's back. Yeah, yeah, I got it back today. Yeah, because you because you changed your name to Jesse <laughs> Farrar, lost it, and then it, eventually they were like, "Oh yeah, this guy's Jesse Farrar." Yeah, that's we'll Jesse Farrar. <laughs> yeah, and then when you would search, yes. it was so good because when you would search Jesse Farrar on Google, your <laughs> tweets would show up first. <laughs> Yeah. It was, was great. great. Yeah. And you were posting a lot of stuff <laughs> like pretending to be Jesse and, and he was loving it, obviously. Yeah, he loved it a lot. Yeah. I, after I changed it back, I started making similar, t- I kept making those similar tweets yeah. and then I was like, oh, this isn't as fun when it's Yeah, because it's just you It's now. just me now. Yeah. I just look like a fucking idiot. Are you, are you verified, Alex? <laughs> like the regular way. And yeah. I'm very prepared to lose it. If if they make that change, we actually have to pay for it. Great. Oh I, yeah, I think it'll be freeing. Like, sure. There's Sounds no. Good. There's no way I'm putting any financial information on Twitter. Like it's like the yeah. most insecure. Well, yeah, Dan, you're fine. Well, I mean, but... I tweet my credit card at porn stars. Is that that's fine? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you you hold it up next to you. You mean yeah? Like, yeah yeah yeah. That's fine. You're allowed to okay. do that. That's, so that's fine. <laughs> that's that won't very be a secure. Problem. Yeah, because yeah. you don't you don't see the the CVV on the on the back. So exactly. You're, you're but fine. I have an Amex, so it's on the front. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually on the front of the Amex? Yeah. That seems stupid. I, I didn't make it. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. Um, they got yeah, those sweet That's all the follow-up tweets to the first tweet. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's an Amex, too, so you can see it on the front. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just right there. It's not a big deal. It's also four digits. Oh, so they it? really got, yeah. That's, oh, that's more secure, I guess. I guess. But then less secure because it's on the front. Anyway, Exactly. Whatever. Alex, uh, you, you've said, though, you're, you're kind of like quit, you're quitting Twitter or you're trying to quit Twitter or something. Yeah, I, I'm going to stop. And I uh, am ex- especially excited about I, I like I started a discord for listeners of the podcast because I think the main positive of Twitter has been just being able to talk to people about things I do and things I make. Like, like I don't love just going out and posting, but I, I would like to like be in touch with people. 
Uh, and I was going to go ahead and stop. And then I want to tell people about this Maximum Fun news. And, and to be clear, they didn't ask me to stay on. I was just like, oh, this is good. Like, if you guys are going to promote us, we should. I should like tweet about you too and, and do that. But I think like April, I'm going to stop. I have a little Google Calendar date picked out <laughs> when I'm just going to quit. That's, so, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would like to, I think, cause it's just like, it's so miserable and mm-hmm. so it's just getting worse and worse, but like, I have to keep it basically for, well, the other thing, porno. That they, where else am I going to get my porno? The rumor right now, well, there's, I think there's other places to get porno, but the rumor right now, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, the rumor right Magazines, now, yeah. And, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, and this could change. Like, here's the thing. This, this episode comes out in like a week and a half because yeah. we're getting, su- we're getting very far ahead on episodes. Yeah. Um, and by the way, congratulations to the, on winning the Super Bowl. And what do you think is going to happen? Well, obviously you think that someone's going to fill that in with whoever won. Yeah. I mean, uh, and who is that going to be? Well, so here's, so you're, you're thinking well, next week you're going to go home and record yourself saying Philadelphia Eagles or Kansas city chiefs. And then Dan is going to put stitch that it in. in. Yeah. And I, I think it'd be funny to be like extremely specific. Like, Oh, and it was, wasn't it so crazy how Patrick Mahomes threw four yards. Wasn't that nuts? And so just remind me that well, I'll, I'm... I'll be editing this tonight. So, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, uh, great content. Yeah. Well, w- anyway, whatever. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> no, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> we were uh, talking about quitting Twitter. Yeah. And well, and also just the fact that we're, we're recording far ahead, like so much stuff, like l- during last week's episode, um, Twitter was just like down. There was like a huge outage and we just didn't even notice yeah. or like talk about it. Yeah. Um, but like DMS were down for so long. Like I couldn't access my DMS until like the next day. Like it's so it's, it's such a broken website. Um, mm-hmm. so who knows, you know, mm-hmm. things could, things could change by the time this comes out. But the rumor that I saw, and this is, this could be complete bullshit, um, uh, was like limiting people to how many like photos and videos they could post a day. Um, 20, only 20 tweets a day, I think too, or something like it, that. I, yeah. I don't know. If I that, like that. Though. <laughs> that might actually make Twitter better. That's fine. I don't post that much. Yeah. So for me personally, it's, it's fine. Um, I think like what I wanted to do, I wanted to start posting more videos on, on the golf Kings Twitter just to like get like clips and stuff out there. But if we can only do one, a day, that's not, I mean, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? But like, there are accounts that like, think about that, that basketball account worldwide. Wob, the guy who films his TV all the time. Wait, what's his name? Worldwide. Wob. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah calm, down, calm down. Dan. <laughs> he thought I said, cause Dan's Italian. So he thought I said, anyway, um, that's what you thought Dan had an issue with there. Yeah, yeah, that is what it was. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, Dan's Dan's an Italian guy, yeah. and you're a racist. So no, you just I'm not. Assumed. I'm not a racist guy. I just don't like Italians. But anyway, <laughs> the, the it's he films his uh, he'll. It's very funny because like there are guys who will post highlights from basketball games or football games, and they'll get like they'll get them up like right away, and it's like good quality taken directly from the stream or whatever. And this guy is like just filming his TV, and it's like insanely popular, and that's just like nuts to me that like. Th- that's the guy that people pick to be like, yo, this is like the, the basketball highlights guy, the guy who's filming his TV screen. I hate that shit. Anyway, I for- what the fuck was I talking about? No clue. Yeah. This is because we're doing this at, at noon on a Friday. I told you the vibes are going to be different. So anyway. It is. I, I, I feel like the the overarching topic is why is Twitter still worth using and being on? And yeah. like, like listening to that quiz, I was telling somebody about that Grink tweet like two days ago. Like there, there are some jokes that I really treasure from like the hot air balloon tweet, really treasure that. And, and like sports highlights, it's very fast for like, I, I pretty much log into it, use it for a specific purpose and leave. Like, I want to see that goal. Great. I saw it. I'm out. That, I, that's where I'm at now. I missed that. 
I missed the opportunity to redo my hot air balloon tweet with the Chinese spy balloon. Just like replacing hot air balloon with Chinese spy balloon. I should have done it. I fucked up. <laughs> what are you? You're off your game, man. I know. Well, I'm, I'm losing it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm just You've not lost posting. Your touch. I have, I'm just not yeah. posting as much as I used to. Um, I just need Twitter for like, uh, staying alive and like making money and stuff, which sucks. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you think Steph, Stephen, after it. you did the, after you did the Chinese spy balloon cash in, what products would you advertise in the reply tweets to yourself underneath it? Would oh, you do like lamps? That's or, a good um, question. Yeah. Like the, the star, the star projector sure. stuff. Um, yeah, the, like yeah. the sticky lights where it's like a string light but you can stick it to your wall yeah i've seen those That's the good. there's like the rose uh sex toy thing that you see all the time oh i don't um, know if i'm familiar with that yeah what does that do it it's it's it sucks on uh someone's clit basically is what it does okay. um but you'll see that in the someone's yeah yeah whoever's some, yeah, Just, whoever's. yeah whoever's anyway um <laughs> there's that there's it's mostly the lamps yeah. and stuff i would say yeah it's a bit i don't know I don't know when when stuff. Twitter became such a like home for lamp culture. It's crazy. Yeah. Twitter Elon's in the pocket of big lamp. I've never been asked to uh <laughs> like advertise anything because I don't have open DMs. I feel like you have to have open DMs for that. I have happen. open DMs. That's uh, crazy to me to have open yeah, DMs. Yeah, but you have way more followers than me. I guess that's true, yeah. I guess with open DMs you see the request, right? You see Yeah, you, you just to... you just get a request and then it'll be like fuck you, you know. A lot of my like the the problem, not the problem, but what happens to me a lot on in my open DM is it it Yeah. If something new metal goes viral, then right. like I think there are people who feel like somehow that's a better way of reaching me or something. Instead of just tagging you in the Yeah, like instead of tagging me in the thing or at at just at replying me yeah. or whatever, they'll be like, oh, nah, oh the shit, Fred Durst has a new wig. I better <laughs> put the DM that to John. Yeah. It's like I don't We get tagged all the time whenever Randy Rainbow does something. So when he was at, you saw the thing at the Grammys. Did you guys see that at the Grammys when uh, he was he was announcing the winner of? uh, I think there there was a new award for best video game score. Oh yes, I knew there was an award for that. Yeah, and and the game that won was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? Sure. And uh, he went up and and he was reading the winner and he like pulled it out and like kind of squinted at it and was like, "Well, Dan Dan can get the clip also," Um, but. He said, "Assassins." Oh, Creed, I did see that. Valaha. I did see that. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, we gotta Is get the playing? sound on. Fuck. I don't. Hold on. We gotta get some sound here. Dan loaded Dan, it up Dan's on got Facebook a, Watch. Yeah. Dan's got a new. Uh, a new. He's got a new here. rig over here. Is this muted? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going oh, I, on here. If it helps, I heard it. I don't know. Oh, if you guys okay. Heard so it. just okay. Just the guests can hear it. Perfect. Okay. So now, you, okay, we're gonna fix this. The new computer looks great, by the way, Dan. It looks really so good. It's a big boy. It is. Because it's got it's got an HDMI thing built in, which is nice. Which is cool. The SD I, card. I have to use this terrible dongle. Oh, there we go. Okay, is that okay, a, is that a MacBook Air, John? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. And the Grammy goes to Assassins Creed Valhalla. Oh, it's so loud, Dan. I don't know. It, oh obviously, the person put that music yeah, behind I think it. That music I guess. was not there, I don't think, at the Grammys. They always do that before they announce the Grammy. Of course, yeah. And the song of the year goes to Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. I'll have that fixed for the next time we play some audio. Am I, but am I, am I crazy? Didn't Assassin's Creed Valhalla come out like three years ago? 
Who knows? Also, yeah, I don't. It's like it's like Bonnie Vare winning Best New Artist, and he's been right. It's, the, like, it's the Grammys. The man. Grammys seem like I mean I know even <laughs> like watching like watching The Simpsons growing up and and the episode where with Homer's barbershop quartet. Like even at that point, the Grammys were like a, a huge joke, right? Because there's the bit where he throws the Grammy off his balcony, and then a guy throws it back and hits him in the head. Um, so clearly, even back then, they were like a joke. But I mean, now it just seems like because I think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but they seem like they seem like the the, the committee behind it seems kind of like the most out of touch, uh, even compared to like the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever, potentially, right? Yeah, Alex, have you done an app on the My- Grammys? What can you tell us here? <laughs> Sorry, my my uh, audio is kind of low right now in my ears. Like, oh, I can't hear you very well. Have you done oh, an, oh. Have you done an episode on the Grammys? Uh, you know, can you uh, can you shed oh. some light here? <laughs> <laughs> if only I. It's weird. My main touchstone for how people feel about the Grammys is also The Simpsons, but it's the one where they meet Elton John and just like a party favor. He's like, "Here, have a Grammy." Oh yeah, and he just has a bunch of them <laughs> in his jacket. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Beyonce can't care. Oh, yeah. She won Why her like thirty yeah. second Grammy or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine getting worked up about it either. Like, because that's that's the other thing is you'll see on the timeline people are just getting so mad about it. How? And it's like, what? I mean, I get mad about it because they keep giving the rock and metal ones oh, to, to Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne. I did see you posting about that. That's but that's again, that's like how <laughs> it's just them being Dude, like, I know this guy's name. Stu- they gave Ozzy both best rock performance and best metal performance for songs from the same album. What? Yep. And I posted this wow. too, but my favorite Ozzy Osbourne Grammy win, because Brian and I will sometimes look at the best metal performance Grammys on, yeah, uh, they're on be the really POD fun, cast. Well, because like Korn has been nominated before sure. and Deftones won and okay. stuff like that. And uh, in the year 2000, Black Sabbath won a Grammy for a live performance of Iron Man. What? A song they wrote in 1970. That's crazy. <laughs> so it's like all these new like it's all these like exciting brand new metal bands making new music yeah were all the other nominees and then black sabbath wins for a song they wrote 30 years ago song before basically genuinely yeah Yeah. and probably like not even listening to the other songs honestly like god damn it's it's sick that's really funny so yeah i I guess i in theory i did get mad on the tl yeah that's fine though that's okay that's reasonable. Maybe, maybe the Grammys are just a historical award now. Like that's why it's a statue of a, a phonograph or whatever from yeah. the 1800s. Yeah. Like they're, they're just that far out of touch. That's a good point. Well, and they keep yeah. giving the best comedy album to like bad guys. Yeah, Louis C.K. Like, Did Louis Dave C. Chappelle K. get it this year? Chappelle oh. won this year. Yeah. And Louis C.K. won it's last It's just like year. the biggest, it literally is just the biggest name, right? Like For most, the comedy the thing, I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's really funny. Okay. I think we should try to win a Grammy. Yeah. Like they don't have a podcasting thing, but maybe they you and I should do point. like a spoken word album or yeah. something. Well, we should see. go for like a, what's There's a what's, gotta be, we should go for a Juno. Uh, I mean, a Juno w- would be maybe harder think, to win. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Cause I think the Grammys just have so many. Let's let me see if the I Grammys can find have so many categories. Yeah. Right? Let me see if I can find just like the stupidest category I can think of. Yeah. Here. What about like an audio? <laughs> like you can do like an audio book, right? I think they have categories oh, for audio books probably. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. <clears throat> oh yeah, they do best audiobook narration and storytelling recording, best okay. spoken word poetry album. I think we could do that. But there's got to be like they probably need like a big it's got to be like a big name. Yeah, that's probably. true. Yeah. Um <laughs> they have an award for best historical album. What does that mean? Great question. I don't what, know. Wait, Who, like classical music or what? What does that <laughs> best mean? Best historical album recognizes achievements in audio restoration. 
Oh, so it's like it's like remastering oh, an old. I guess so. Interesting. The winner this year was Cheryl Pavelski and Jeff Tweedy for Yankee Hotel Foxtrot 20th Anniversary Super Deluxe Edition um, by Wilco. That's, that's a great album. It okay, is. Come on. That's so funny. That's like historic. I guess that's historical. I was right. thinking it would be like like guys from like the 1920s or something, right? With like all the scratches and pops and they got rid of all the scratches and pops, but I guess not. But it's also just like there's not like they they, they were competing against to whom it may concern Jonathan Sklute, compilation producer, Kevin Marquez Moo, mastering engineer, and Lucas McFadden, restoration engineer for Freestyle Fellowship. Okay. Which is, I guess, an old American hip hop group I've never heard of before. Uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so maybe we could, we just have to learn how to master. Yeah. That seems like Dan can help us yeah, out. Yes, Dan. Right? I can mix, I can't master. Uh, Are you shit. sure? Come on, you can master. Oh, dude. How dude, hard could it be? Bet there's, a, there's an award for best album notes. Oh, so what if we just, just put out write, an album, but then oh, our notes yeah. were like, like super these, these sick. are like the filler notes or whatever? Like, yeah, like the liner notes. The liner notes, okay. The album that won this year is also Yankee Hotel Foxtrot 20th Anniversary <laughs> Super Deluxe Edition. It's a really good album. Okay? Oh, no, of course, yeah. That's it, that's just very funny that like, because like, did that album win Grammys when it first came out? No, I don't think not. so. No, no because they weren't. It wasn't like it got shit on mostly. Dude, okay, yeah. these liner. I guess it's because no one actually puts out CDs anymore. But yeah. the other nominees were Fernando Gonzalez, the American Clave recordings. Okay, Gareth Murphy, Andy Irvine, Paul Brady special edition, John Schneider, Harry Parch, nineteen forty two. And Ted Olson for Life's Work, a retrospective by Doc Watson. Wow. Definitely okay. like no people I've ever let's, heard of. Before. Let's let's get a liner notes, Grammy. Yeah. yeah. We should get a liner no- and Alex is really smart. So you could be you, you could, could like do- fact check it for us <laughs> and stuff and like Yes. Yeah. Are you in? Liner, I, just liner note editor statues all behind my wall yeah. and all my tapings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like because we could just put recordings of this podcast on an album, but then just make like sick liner notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's either that Stefan, or we do best new age ambient or chant album. Mm. Feel like we're ready to chant. Do a uh, chant. We could start chanting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Is that good? Yeah, I like that. Did Enya win we, this year? I'm assuming well, she was see, nominated. Enya's won every year. Yeah. <laughs> no. They should rename the, it. The, Enya uh, the winner for best new age ambient or chant album was White Sun. Okay. See, but this is and this is what's wrong with the Grammys. Well, I mean, la- guess who won last White, hey, year? Hey, White Sun. You mean me? I'm a because <laughs> a white guy and I'm a son, and that you took like a full five seconds to come up with that. So that, I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> the uh, last year the winner was Stuart Copeland from the Police. Fuck yeah. So it's just like if you're famous yeah. and you just make an ambient album, you probably just win. I yeah, guess. just on name recognition. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's like it's like how gold gloves used to be in baseball, where before they measured anything defensive, they just gave gold gloves to good hitters. They yeah. were like, I've heard of you, so you're also a gold glove winner. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can catch. You've caught the ball, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> en- Enya has won uh, four. Four. Okay. Enya's won four New Age ones. But she's probably won other ones, too. I'm yeah, assuming. probably. Yeah. White Sun also won in 2017. Okay. And Enya was nominated and didn't win. Wow. I'm noticing there's a lot of the same people end up yeah, in this. Yeah, uh, It's a lot of these people who make these, I guess, ambient albums, but... Damn, we could I, we could do it. I think. Yeah, let's work on it. Let's work on it. Okay. Best liner notes. Yeah, and and uh, or it's theoretically called best album notes. Yeah, 
But we know what they mean. Alex is going to, like, where where would you take us, Alex? What do you think would be, like, a good direction if we did a block party recording? Where where do you think we should head with the liner notes? <laughs> let's work. There's, let's workshop this right now. Probably an oral history of the black tail, right? Whatever oh. that'll be. We just, we start interviewing people. It's difficult because they blacked us, I guess. But uh, we'll, we'll find a way. We'll make a new account. Do it. That's, that's like actually re- already really Maybe smart. We, so we've got on the wall there, we've got a list of, not all of them, but a lot of the top three categories so we've like got. So like a picture of that. We could have that in there as well, good. you know? Oh, picture, a picture yeah. of, of that up there, maybe a picture of producer Dan uh, passed out on the floor. <laughs> that was yeah. only one episode, but yeah. And he wasn't passed out. He was just he was in sick. severe pain. Yeah. yeah. You're right though, like, because mm. you know sometimes what I used to love back in the old days of the CD jewel case? Yeah is when you removed the CD, yeah. sometimes there would be like kind a of picture. a cool picture. Yeah. And that's where I think the top oh, three I list like would be sick. You as a nice little Easter the egg. CD off, of. bingo, bango. Yeah. Now, I wonder though, if we're truly going for best album notes, is it, lo- do we want to go long? Because mm. if Wilco won for their 20th anniversary, super delight, like I assume it's a big fucking. Yeah, because it's going to be talking about yeah. what it was like back then, yeah. you know. Let me look it up. I'm going to look it up right also, now. also, yeah. Like, like with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, didn't that infamously get released on 9-11? Like the oh, exact day or, or, or there, yeah. the day after or September 18th. So oh, one, wow. one week 18th. later. Yep. America okay. just wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a Jay-Z album on the day. Like there's a lot of there was landmark music album? that came out at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dan, that was the one with, didn't that have the two towers on the Yeah, front? and it had them pressing a button on a guitar tuner looking like a detonator <laughs> or whatever. Oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great okay. timing. I, I think I can see why they won. Okay. Okay, so are you ready? So first of all, uh it costs two hundred and twelve US dollars. <laughs> what? It is an eleven Whoa. LP box I set. See. So it comes okay. with eleven records. This eleven LP plus one C D. <laughs> Which is that's a very yeah. funny. The liner notes are going to be like a book, right? It's going well, to be like a full. Yeah, I'm on... getting to that, Stefan. This the 11 LP plus one CD super deluxe edition of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot Wilco's 2002 debut comes in a none such debut comes in a gorgeous box with a hardcover book. Oh my god! The set comprises the original album remastered plus 82 previously unreleased tracks. Holy which like shit. who needs that? Yeah. I do. Shut includes <laughs> demos, drafts, and instrumentals charting the making of the album, a live 2002 concert recording, and a September 2001 radio performance and interview. It also includes a new book featuring an interview with Jeff Tweedy, Glenn Kochi, and Jim O'Rourke, an in-depth essay by journalist author Bob Meir, and previously unseen photos of the band. Okay, so we can do this. Yeah. A hardcover book about the cocktail. Alex writes the essay. Yeah. Are you a good writer? Are you like an essay guy? Are you an English guy, Alex? I can be, yeah. Okay. We'll just, it's it's just a scale thing. We just need to put as much stuff in a box as possible. Yes. I'm almost picturing like, you know, those old Simpsons episode guides you could get? Yes. We do that, but for every block party episode with little like trivia and tidbits and stuff. But then it comes with like CDs. So then people are like, oh, it's an album. Yes. Every episode ever on CD. It's a box set. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So this, I mean, we're talking, this is literally, it'd be one CD per episode. Yeah. I was going to say, how much shit? 76 minutes per disc. Yeah, so some some episodes. So we have to cut be, them down. We oh, got to cut the episodes all well, we'll down. We'll cut out the ads. Okay, and it'll be like a two hundred. Well, well, it'll be our our celebration for two fifty. Yeah, so we'll, well do two hundred and fifty CDs. Oh my god! Plus a hardcover book. Yeah, we could also just do like our an, be- with an essay from Alex and a story about the. Block we could tail. also just do like our only good episodes ever, and that way it's just like a two or three CD set. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good point. Yeah. This episode will have to be on it for posterity because we're course, talking yeah. about. Yeah. We're talking. I mean, I don't know if this episode's good yet, but I think it's pretty good. I think it's going well. I think it's good. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we should do it. I, I agree. And I also think we should charge two hundred and twelve. Oh, of course, course, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it does. It feels though to me it, that feels a little bit like cheating. That that wins best album notes, but it's just like a book. It's just because it's the longest one, probably. Yeah, right? yeah. you could you could figure out who's going to win that award with like a bathroom scale. Like, which everything <laughs> is the most weight on a bathroom scale is going to win. Yeah, that's it. Let me see. Like, okay, I'm going to look at the other nominees and see if it's similarly obnoxious. Okay, so they beat. Uh yeah, best album notes. Fernando Gonzalez, the American Clave recordings, which that is really funny because I think the the clave, isn't that like the isn't it like wooden the wooden block? That's like what a clave is, I think, right? Is it? The American oh, it be. Clave I don't know. Yeah. recordings, which I feel like I don't know if I need a whole album of that, but uh oh, I see. I see. Fernando was the guy who wrote it. It's actually the American Clave recordings by Astor Piazzola. Okay. And uh, Dan, mm. you nodded like you know who that is. <laughs> I do, yeah. You're like, hmm. He's very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Right. Am I right in saying that the clave is like a wood block? Oh, it's the sticks. Yeah. It's the the little, the Cuban, uh, they use the little. Oh, I like those. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. Those are Okay. Cool. So this is the, uh, and again, it's also on None Such, which makes me feel like maybe we, we they gotta just get got an in with the Grammys. We got to get on None Such. So we got to get on None yeah. Such. Yeah. So yes, okay, so here we go. None such will release a three LP, three C D box set of oh, albums. Only six. I mean, get come on. From the great Argentine yeah. composer, band leader, and uh bandoneon player Astor Piazzola, originally released by American Clave Records in the nineteen eighties and reissued by None Such. Uh it's being issued as a set. The set's liner notes include original and new notes by the album's producer and American Clave founder Kip Hanrahan and an essay from journalist Fernando Gonzalez who translated and annotated Piazzolla's memoirs and wrote liner notes for four of his albums. I see. Okay. That's still a lot of writing. So we got to get some notes from Dan as well. Yeah. Some like, so Dan, you've been taking producer notes for episode, right? note and like you've, yeah, you've yeah, you obviously take been notes. taking you notes. You work hard. You write stuff I down. I used to actually. Oh, did yeah, you? For, for real good show. Cause oh, we did the true. blog. Dan yeah. Write down the, that's true. So, I, so I really it does boil yeah. down to, we need, we need a, we just need a lot of shit. We just need to write a lot. We of stuff. need to write a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Life's work. A re- I'm looking up one more life's work, a retrospective album by doc. Life's Watson. work should be a lot. You would think four CDs. What? Disgusting. What? Yeah. How much was, brutal. uh, how much was, uh, Wilco's was uh, it 20? It was 11. It was 11, 11 oh, LPs and one yeah. CD. Wow. Oh, and here we go. This, you know what? <laughs> I, this is actually, I'm starting to get steam. I'm starting to get a bit steamed here. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. This four-disc box set features 101 songs, including the previously unreleased The Precious Jewel, all-new extensive liner notes by acclaimed music historian Ted Olson and a nearly 88-page book yeah. featuring... Ne- I mean, that is not that's album a, that's notes. That's a novella. That's a fucking book. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting hot. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah. This is absolute... We got to blow this open. We got to get on none such. Liner, <laughs> liner notes have to be like... To me, a liner notes would be like uh, like a video game instruction manual. Yes. You know? Like 20 pages tops, maybe? Tops! Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed one off. Of, one of these years, they're going to accidentally give it to the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah. They're just going to blow it. And they're going to be like, that was the biggest book. I just... <laughs> ah, uh, what do we do? 
We forgot yeah. there's no music. Yeah. They're going to give it to an audio book, but like the real book that the audio book yeah. was based on. Uh, these are the album notes for the audio book of uh, <laughs> A Tale of Two Cities. Uh, okay, well, whatever. Anyway, I'm pissed off. Let's move on to the social media updates. <laughs> Great segue. Thank you. <laughs> what a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. Alex, you always like to start with the guest. <laughs> What's going on in your social media? I so as I'm like migrating from platform to platform, I've I've been enjoying TikTok lately, and also there's one trend on it that I, I find like kind of overwhelming sometimes because people will just tell wild stories about themselves, but they put on a beat and then they speak and slightly dance to the beat and it always starts with one thing about me is, and then they start telling a story about themselves. It's, it's the beat from like super freak uh, by Rick James, but right. then they just tell a story about themselves on top of it. Is that the one where the woman went viral for weird. being like yeah. my one one story about me is my husband's dead and I am t- uh, trying to. I think yeah. there, there have yeah, been okay. some like dark exactly. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, what's, what's the I've most seen, like unhinged one two, you've seen Alex? I've seen two different ones about kidnappings. <laughs> I should not know that information about people. Like people telling the story of themselves, either getting kidnapped or someone trying to kidnap them. Oh my God. And I think just cause there's like, a beat and it's a trend they're like oh no but i'm having fun so i'm having fun so i can open up about getting kidnapped but no you got kidnapped don't tell me that at all (laughs) (laughs) that is wild as hell what would be we'll start with you alex what would be your um like what would be your way to like you don't have to be you know grosser but like what would be your way to inside like uh people probably don't need to know this about me story Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I did. I, I was talking on another podcast recently about the time I was stealing candy bars from a vending machine. Uh, oh. And it was in Britain. It like oh. I was I got to study abroad in college. And so we are like London Student Center. We were trying all the British candy in it. And then we found out one of the slots didn't charge you. And oh. so we just gradually stole all of the candy from the slot over and over again. Wow. It's oh, no kidnapping, one. but it's a, it's a thing I, mean, I that's did. Pretty I took a lot good. of lion yeah. bars. That kind of like it. I like yeah. it. What about you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe something about how my head was so big that I was born <laughs> via C-section. I mean, I think that's a given, but like. Me too. Yeah. That's not that exciting. <laughs> that's kind of exciting. I mean, I guess if you went into like graphic details of the C-section I think or something, something, that would like be that. a little yeah. too. Or I could just do the Jeremy Renner app again. That's like my go-to probably. But but that's not like intensely personal, that, I guess. Yeah. It's it's not was, like it cr- was for Jeremy Renner. It's not like a crime. Well, or one of the, no, that's true. Yeah. Like one, one of the kidnapping ones I saw, it was a lady probably in her 20s talking about a guy trying to kidnap her from her house. And she was holding her baby the entire time. Like her baby was just there on her knee, like bouncing as she held it and kind of crying sometimes. And then she was talking about a guy like trying to get a drink of water and saying his car broke down and then her dad chasing the guy off. And it, it was really hardcore and then you flip and it's a kitten or something it's a really strange app in terms of the context collapse yeah tiktok is crazy it's super crazy yeah yeah and the the dead husband one was wild that one that one i saw because that's the thing i think with twitter 
You, like you only see the, the you only see the craziest. TikToks there's like multiple accounts where they're just posting screen grabs. Yeah, I think there's the so, wild TikTok uh, screen right. grabs or whatever account, which is very funny. Crazy. Um, <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, it really I'm, not, I'm not a fan. What is your other Alex? Do you have another favorite genre of TikTok? Like we've we've talked about TikTok on the show. Stefan and I don't really we don't have it. So no, I think I'm gonna have to get it for. We Golf always Kings like at some to point, we always but, like to think of like what's uh, another uh, what's yeah. another kind of big one big thing you like. There was a, there's that old song. It's like Mr. Sandman. It's sort of a fifties, like do, 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 do. And I, I like to think of myself as being, you know, like intelligent and, you know, you can't just get a laugh out of me from anything. And every time people make their cat look like it's dancing to that song, which was a trend at the time, I was like, oh no, you you did nine little windows where your cats are like Busby Berkeley synchronized swimmers and they're all dancing to the Mr. Sandman song. Yeah. I'm going to laugh for like five entire minutes. (laughs) I've seen those. Those are so good. Any, any cat TikTok is really good. I think. Like well, to you, yeah, it is, of course, but but they are very they're very pleasant. You know, I love the cat TikToks. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah. What's going on with your social media? Stuff? <laughs> um, I saw this this morning. Well, this, there's there's two parts to this. There's a video from back in September, and then Dan, if you go to my uh, Twitter page, I just oh, retweeted Jesus it. Christ. Well, okay, you have to do like one thing here. Um, <laughs> but he's writing liner notes. He's busy. <laughs> he has things to do. <laughs> so uh, uh, this is from uh, Rich Eisen, who's like a football reporter. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was at, I guess it was yeah. the, N- the NFL uh, awards last night. Yeah. And he, uh, he's sitting down and he, this is a picture of him with, uh, the two guys behind him are, uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, legendary Cowboys running back, Tony Dorsett and Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and, uh, Rich Eisen <laughs> says, Tracy Morgan just sat down behind me and immediately told Tony Dorsett, you are my biological father. I love you, Tony Dorsett. Uh, which is <laughs> so, so funny. Um, there was a funny reply to that where someone's like, is anyone else hearing this in Tracy Morgan's voice? And it's like, yeah, of course. What are you talking about? He's quoting him directly and there's a picture of him. Yeah, that's how it works when you th- imagine things. Anyway, very, very funny. And you can't I, help but hear this in Tracy yeah, Morgan's that's voice. Weird. That's yeah. so wild. Um, but the, the picture is great too because Rich Eisen is loving it and yeah. Tracy Morgan just has like the classic Tracy Morgan look on his face and Tony Dorsett is kind of like, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so it's, it's very, very funny. But apparently he's been doing this bit for a little while. Um, so we have a video here from back in September. The video is 10 minutes long. I realize we don't have to watch the whole thing. Cause it's about, it's about like a minute, minute and a half. I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah. Um, but he's on Monday night football on like the, the Manning cast or whatever it is yeah. where it's Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, which is yeah. great. Great. Yeah. And having Tracy Morgan on, I mean, I, I didn't, if I had known he was on, I would have watched this whole game probably. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he brings up Tony Dorsett here and it's just so funny. Uh, so here we go. Right. Hopefully this isn't loud as fuck. Like the last one. Let's see. Oh, is it just not playing now? Great. It's just not playing now. Right on. We're okay. gonna we're gonna get through this, Dan. Don't worry. I ran a four five forty. Here we go. Oh. But I was just hey, too light. Five. If you touch me, I broke a finger or something. <laughs> I was I was uh, in a hundred and a two hundred meter. I was pretty good, Great. and I get that from my father, Tony Dorsett. <laughs> I know he's my biological <laughs> father, Tony Dorsett. <laughs> Have you ever told him and, that? And Hershey Walker, Tony. Hershey Walker is my third cousin. <laughs> Hershey Walker is my third cousin. There you are, Daddy! 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 <laughs> I ran just like him. Does Tony know that? I don't think Tony's aware of that. <laughs> no, he knows. He used to come up to the house. He was dating my mother. He used to drive a white van. He sold fish out the back of that van. <laughs> Okay, that's probably good. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, was that, oh, was that a notification there, Dan? Holy. Yeah, okay, new it's fine. New, new Tell computer. us the notification. Can you, read, can you read the text? Hello? No, I'm not reading that one. Um, no, is it a sexy text? Is it? Let's move along. Move oh, on. Dan, wow, did you just Dan. get sexed in the middle of No, block I didn't. Party? I didn't. Okay, I just don't want to read my text messages. It's you, probably Jesse you yelling read, at you. Get my phone number out on here. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> okay, well. Oh wow! Uh oh! Wow. Somebody's a little mad that he got the album notes assignment. <clears throat> I think Tracy Morgan is maybe just the funniest person alive. I think there's a case to be made for he's that. He's in the convo. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but that. So I need to finish watching that because I didn't realize it was ten minutes long. Have you ever considered this as a bit? What? Like you know, Saying as a someone, bi- someone's your biological father. That is and, a good, yeah, I guess because like, I probably adopted, should. I could do yeah, that's that. what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just, like, that's such a funny bit to, like, it's so funny to be like, yeah, that's my father, and then they show Tony Dorsett Who clips. has, like, the most broken brain? Like, who would be your biological, like, Stephen Wright? Would you be like, Stephen Wright, you are my biological father. Oh, that could father. work, I guess, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to brainstorm here, but that's a We got to get more famous if we're going to win this Grammy. I so know. I'm just kind of trying to brainstorm yeah. ways here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to put some thought into this. Yeah. It's a form of crowd work I want to start seeing from like touring stand-up comedians where just every show they tell a new person in the audience they're their father. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be just every destination. That could like work. Every city you head up. Yeah. I like that. That would be fun. Yeah. But I just it- wrote a new joke about my dad and I'm afraid to tell him that I wrote it yeah yeah you think he won't like it definitely not <laughs> there's no question well he, he doesn't listen like to it. the show so you can say it on here well i won't say the whole joke but basically the premise is like my dad still thinks he can beat me up oh okay and my dad mm. is uh five five yeah so um he can't and he's old he's like an older yeah. guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's 65 and yeah. he's five five yeah um so yeah so it's just basically so the funny part is, is like i talk about how he's like short and stuff in the joke and you know uh, like ivan decker past guest of the show i did the joke at a show last week and ivan was like now that i've heard that joke the wee boxing joke makes more sense to me like because right. i talk about my dad and that joke too and i was like the funny part of that joke is my dad won't be mad that i'm sort of making fun of him for being short he will be mad that i say that i can beat him up. <laughs> yeah like that will be the part of the joke that pisses him off you easily could i mean no, no question. question i mean it would be yeah. so easy yeah yeah i could do it tomorrow no problem <laughs> i probably could you definitely could yeah cuz the thing is too his punching <laughs> shoulder he had arthroscopic surgery on it like recon- like so and you could just use speed to like kind of like tire him oh, out just too just keep right? him at distance yeah. i mean he's got it, literally i mean no there's almost no there's no world where he could beat me up honestly but anyway yeah what's going on in your social media well uh this was a great tweet from our friend brian quinby from uh about a week ago he he went out for dinner took his family out for dinner and brian's very funny you know because obviously i know brian well from hosting the pod we love brian Brian. he doesn't like to go out for meals because he's just like a very basic guy and he struggles to he would um, rather stay at home and build a jazz band out of like (laughs) Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> he finished the roller coaster, so he's yeah. like, got to get onto the jazz band. Uh, but he wait, wait, build a jazz band? Yeah, like it's multiple. <laughs> it's not just a little Lego man with a sax. Like there's multiple parts and well, stages and I, stuff. I think so, right? It's it is like I weird. haven't seen it. I saw a picture of it. Well, I think he posted a picture of it, and then I guess he that was from someone else, and then he bought it recently. Right. But like that's he's running out of Lego to build. I think if if Brian is on the jazz band uh, set at this yeah. point. <laughs> um, can we can we get the Dan? Can we get this because the, the menu here, right? Oh. Yeah, so yeah, but I'm doing a thing. Don't bring it up. Dan. Oh, don't bring it up. Okay. okay. So right. so Brian just posted a picture. He, he took his wife and I believe his kid to 
a place in in Columbus, Ohio called Agave and Rye, okay. which is like, you know, every place in America that's mm. new has to be a blank and blank. Yeah. And he just posted a picture of their dessert menu, which doesn't say dessert menu. It's just called Yum. Oh, okay. And the uh, and and their main dessert is called the Salty Pimp Epic Tacos. <sighs> and so you get oh. you get dul- dulce de leche, salty <sighs> caramel ice cream draped with spicy chocolate, cinnamon, and sugar shell, and party pearls. Come on, are the party pearls the little metal? Um, I think they are probably the little like edible, like metal balls. It's either that or it's like the chocolate pearls. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> did he order this by the way? Or did he, just... I don't think so. Yeah. He just, he posted it with no comments. Okay. Uh, but then he said the, the, the restaurant had a Dr. Mario machine, so he was fine, <laughs> but he said the menu is brutal. Just one of the worst I've ever seen. And then he posted the menu. Yeah. And so I wanted to play a little a little game, and Stefan, you usually play this. This game. This is real or fake? Real or fake? Yeah. But before we get, which there, YKS stole from us, to be clear, they did. I will say that the <laughs> menu on the first page, the top of the menu is just a giant skull. It takes up about thirty three percent of this page, and it says "Blame it on tequila." Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right, and then, and then it says "yum" like around that somewhere. I, th- I thought the skeleton the, was going to say "yum." That's on the bottom okay. of the where the dessert, the dessert is, oh, but they. Yeah. Their menu, before you even get to their food, they list our core values, our promise, and our dream. What the fuck? Okay. So do you guys want to guess what their promise is? This is not part of the game, but what do you think mm. Agave and Rise promise is? An unforgettable evening. Okay. Not sort of. Yeah. Alex? Is it is it some kind of fusion of like Kentucky and Mexico or something like some kind of we're bringing the best of the agave and the rye together into one. Oh yeah. That's that is really good. Cuisine. Yeah. No, that's really good. Uh, unfortunately it's much stupider than that. Uh, we <laughs> okay. promise to deliver an epic oh, experience yeah. to our family members, epic. our guests and our community. Yeah. That's I should, their I, promise. I should have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. then you go down and Did they deliver got, by the way, did Brian like it or not? Uh, he said, he said in his replies, the problem is the food's really good. Okay. So he feels like I might have to go back, (laughs) but yeah, they do other abstract, uh, menu categories, libations instead of drinks. And then the menu is big munchies, little munchies, not a taco. And then they have a full list of epic tacos. So this is, we're going to play real or fake. Uh, names of the tacos. Okay. Okay. So you're going to, you, you'll both have a chance to answer whether this is a name what of was the, the taco. What was the dessert one called again? The dessert one was called the Salty Pimp Epic Tacos. Oh, wow. So that and really will, doesn't help at all because it could be. And I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll give you a mm. couple. Real ones. Real ones Just to, give us to a, get you okay. warmed up. Okay, okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. The Filthy Fajita. <laughs> Why? I don't want that. It's disgusting. The Bang Bang. Oh, come on, man. So those are a couple. That's like a spicy one, probably. The Bang Bang. The Bang Bang is crispy cauliflower, corn fritters, queso, spicy, crispy carrots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This restaurant name really made me think Mixology Dude kind of vibe. And then all the items have had pornographic names. Yeah. I don't know why that's the way they're going, but it's great. Okay. Okay, Is this restaurant (laughs) owned by the Ink Master? Yeah. Okay. It is owned by the Ink Master. Yeah. Uh, it's actually him and the guy from Pawn Stars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, 
Chum Chumley. Oh, Chumley, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. I wanted to say Klumsky, not yeah. <laughs> uh, like Anna Klumsky yeah. from My Girl. Did he die? No, he didn't die. I don't think he did. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. It's just the, he'll, he'll, he he's, will be soon. He's like the leading guy of like when you see those like ads at the bottom of articles where it's like, uh, oh, yeah. Tragic Chumley death. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Real or fake? <laughs> the swipe right. Oh, oh mm. that's so believable. God damn. That's right. real. That's I got to say real for that one. I'm I'm with you, real. That is real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the swipe right is yeah. real, so that's one to and, one. And what's in the swipe right? The swipe right is herbed chicken, sweet and spicy bacon, aged white cheddar, salsa, sour cream. Okay. Ugh. The slam yeah. jam. Oh, God damn. Slam. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go false because there's just not such a sexual component. I'm going to say real. It's fake. The oh, slam jam yeah. is fake. Yeah, very Damn, nice. So wow. Alex leads two to one. Okay. Yeah, there's a horny restaurant. I, I <laughs> feel like I've tapped into what's going on. <laughs> the Yoda. That's fake. 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 That's real. Oh, what? No. Yoda. What's in the Yoda? Sweet and spicy chicken, Chef Rob's Kung Pao sauce, peanuts, sticky rice, crispy carrots. What? How is that Yoda? Great question. Oh, my God. Okay. The dog house. Oh, <laughs> that's that's real i'll also go real yeah that's fake what the fuck <laughs> i'm breaking your brain yeah on this, this, one. Is this, too, is, this is actually too yeah. difficult uh, this is my hubris i was sitting here like i sold the restaurant and now i'm gonna get all of them wrong for the I rest think it's of the game still two to one yeah for you're still Alex. winning yeah. yeah the the alderman oh that's the alderman that's real i'm gonna say did you say this was an ohio restaurant yeah Okay, because I only know Alderman as like a Chicago. Yeah, that's the title of a city council person. But it could be like a Columbus uh, thing too, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll say real. It might have bled over. Yeah, the Alderman is real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, so you're three to two for Alex. The cheesy amigo. Oh fuck! Now you've gone. You've alternated real and fake. But this is this is the classic thing of like you're doing a multiple choice test and you, you start seeing <laughs> patterns where there aren't any patterns. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this is real. I'm going to say fake. The cheesy amigos real. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes! Oh my God. And okay. what's in that? So you guys are tied four four. shaved al pastor pork, chopped pineapple, achiote, avocado, aged white cheddar, queso. That's okay. Like too much cheese. This I is think. how they describe the queso love cushion. Oh, and like cilantro. Ugh. I mean, that's probably fine, but... Okay, two more left. The donkey kick. Oh, that... Jesus. Man. That... Oh. I feel like they owe Guy Fieri money on that, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, boy. I think I'll go real. I think, I, think they, I think they took his thing. I think it's real, too, because they're trying to get close to the donkey punch without saying the donkey punch. <laughs> that's fake. The donkey oh, kick is fake. Wow, oh. that was a very... Wow, this is really tough. <laughs> Are you playing you along do. with this, Dan, in your yeah. head, sort of? No, I just hope all of this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. The Big Thumper. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just say whatever the opposite of what Alex... Just so we, we have a winner. Okay, so right. we have a winner. So, okay. winner. Yeah. so Alex, you go first. I'm, I'm going to go fake. I, I was going to go gotten. real anyway, so I'm, I'm saying real. Yeah. The Big Thumper is real. Oh, and you do not even want to fucking know what is in the Big I Thumper. I need to know. Is hey, it rabbit Alex, meat? It is kangaroo meat. Oh. Uh, and it's It's 13 for one taco. <laughs> and it has 
peppercorn kangaroo, mac and cheese beignets. What? Roasted corn, sweet and spicy bacon crumble, green onion, habanero maple syrup, queso love cushion, crispy puffy flour, and soft flour shells. We need to go to Columbus and order that with Brian. <laughs> oh my, I hope he got that. <laughs> the big thumper. Oh. Oh. If if I ordered kangaroo meat at a restaurant, I would be so mad if they put 10 ingredients on it like that and I can't taste <laughs> yeah. the kangaroo. Yeah. People would be like, what does kangaroo taste like? And I'd be like, I don't know. There was just it a lot tastes of like a queso no love cushion. I also feel like if you're eating kangaroo, you shouldn't be eating it in Ohio. You should maybe be eating it in Australia. That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be eating it I, at all. I don't really want to know what the process is to ship kangaroo to Columbus, Ohio. I mean, they probably... It does say it's subject to availability, so I guess it just depends on yeah, whether the owner have, they, has recently they, killed a kangaroo. Yeah, no, they just have to wait for one of those. Outback. They have those, like, big, like, safaris you can drive through in, yeah. like, the Midwest. They just have to wait for a bunch of animals to escape, and then that, they change their menu accordingly. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. insane. Some other ones I didn't include, the spicy kitty oh come on the crown yeah. jewel the empress gi okay like gi like a karate outfit oh i thought i thought it was gonna be like the the, the clarified butter no okay the bee's knees the yeah. morning after oh man it's, it's yeah. so bad it's not yeah. good not good at all <laughs> we, anyway. ha- we have to have brian on go off kings to do a menu time for this like yeah, d- you devote to. the entire stream oh to it's this. so in- i'm assuming the menu is also very big uh, it's, it's mostly tacos, oh, but okay. then it's got all the, yeah, it has the not a taco right, section right, yeah, and the yeah. little and big munchies. Right. So okay. there is lots to break down and speaking of breaking Whoa. things down, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tale. Woo. No longer can see that post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. All right, Alex, the floor is yours. I'm I'm honestly curious because it just feels like you're too nice of a guy yeah, to you're so uh, nice. to be blocked or to block anybody, but the floor is yours. I I appreciate it. And I yeah, I, I have a story. I, I feel like my favorite of these stories are ones where either somebody super deserved to get blocked or super didn't deserve to get blocked. And and I feel I did not deserve deserve to get blocked in this situation. Okay. But I'm love it. I'm like Totally blocked from interacting, posting, commenting, anything on the Today I Learned subreddit on Reddit. <laughs> and they Whoa, blocked me for what? like reaching out to them and asking the moderators a question. They just immediately summarily blocked me and like called me mean stuff in the ensuing messages. It was really bad. It's it, it like decreased my use of Reddit permanently. What? I mean, I feel like Reddit mods are like they're. <laughs> They can be pretty unhinged, I would imagine, especially mods in Turns like a, in like a big yeah. subreddit too, because that's a fairly big subreddit. Um, wh- so, what were you asking about? Yeah. So, what happened is I was just living, and then <laughs> I had a, a podcast listener reach out to me, and they said, "Like, hey, check out this thing I posted on today. I learned it's a story I heard on your podcast, and they wouldn't let me use the podcast as a source." But and I, I went back and looked before this. It got seventy four thousand upvotes. Oh, wow. they were like, "Hey, the 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 subreddit like they told me I couldn't post your podcast. So like, are you upset if I'm sharing stories from the podcast on today? I learned, and I was like, mm, "That's great. Uh, yeah, go for it." And then they said like, "Yeah, maybe you could like reach out to them and see if they would allow your podcast to be a source on the subreddit." Yeah, and so then I messaged the moderators like I thought really transparently. I was like, "Hey." 
here's my name, here's my website, here's my email if you want to talk there. I make this podcast. I saw you don't generally accept podcasts. Would you accept mine? All the source links are here in this spot every time. And then they sent me a message that just said, it was a very plain message, but it was, thank you for this information. We'll go ahead and put your podcast in our auto mod so that it is filtered in the future. And then I immediately got like an automated message saying you've been permanently banned from participating. And today I learned <laughs> that's it. That's that was psychotic. It so I, I, I'm <laughs> guessing they thought you were trying to like promote your podcast or something. Like that's the only thing yeah. I can think of. Right. That's crazy. They what they decided and it, it, we did like more than a dozen messages back and forth. What they decided is that I was like running a scam to tell listeners to try to promote my podcast all over their subreddit. And then I also went way out of my way to message them and come and tell them about it. Like they, in their ensuing messages, they were like, no, we caught you. You backtracked on previously admitting that you were doing this thing. And uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like I, I don't use Reddit that much anymore. And it's partly because they were, they're like out of their minds. Yeah. We, we need one of our listeners to That's go in and, and post, uh, today I learned that Alex from Secretly Incredibly Fascinating is banned from the Today I Learned subreddit and then use us as a source. <laughs> that would rock. Yeah. We were a source on Wikipedia very <laughs> briefly, briefly. On the, on the on fun. Nate, or it was yeah, on Nate's Nate, page. Nate yeah. Roos's uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. I think it still is there. It I think it's still, still there. there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Nate Roos said yeah. on the blocked party. Or no, I think isn't it the one for like some, some nights, nights or something? It's for some nights, yeah, because it was he, it was what some nights is about. Yeah, and he talked about it on our show because it was from it that got, uh, yeah. that news anchor, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's crazy. Have we had a Reddit ban before or a block? I don't. Know I don't we, think so. Surprisingly, yeah. not. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's crazy though, because you're yeah. you're go, going out of your way to be like very polite and like that's yeah. I mean, I guess probably what it is is that. I'm assuming they get a lot of people trying to like promote stuff on there maybe. So they're just like extra uh, strict about it. But that still seems like insane yeah. to me. Are we still on there? Yeah. Oh, we are still on. Uh, Number the, 10. There we go. Look at, page. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Feels oh, you're good. on Wikipedia? Nice. Yeah, yeah. We are. Yeah. Is it on the Some Nights? Oh, the yeah, album Nights page? Album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was on the song page. Yeah. That's why I couldn't find it. Wow. Oh, I, I, th that. I think uh, Yerky21 put that on there. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Yerky. Thank you, Yerky. Um, uh, do wow. you guys want to do some Today I Learns here? That, sure. Uh, let's look at it, ones. I love. Uh, yeah, because Alex, is, you can't I, see these, obviously. It's so. really weird, like, what so I, gets so many upvotes and what doesn't, yeah. I'm finding. Like, it's just, to me, they're all, like all the facts are sort of equally interesting. Like the, the high upvote one right now is today. I learned about third man syndrome an unseen presence reported by mountain climbers and explorers during traumatic survival situations that talks to the victim, gives practical advice and encouragement. And that has 26,000 upvotes. Okay. I already knew about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and this also one like, only has, sorry, I, Alex. So this one only has one sixty. Yeah. Today I learned the Middle Ages had retirement homes where seniors could buy residence for the rest of their lives at a monastery with food, shelter, and clothing included. So people don't like that one, but mm. they like the third man syndrome. Anyway, sorry, Alex. No, I just, I, the, the terrible nature of the band specifically is that I can still see the subreddit. Right. I just can't do anything at all. And so then I stopped following it because it turns out a subreddit is not fun that way. But like yeah. I, I since I can still look at it, I went back and looked before we taped and it was and is just links to Wikipedia. 
and usually with a misleading headline as the post. Like, it's not a good subreddit. It's basically a hose of misinformation. And I'll bet some of the ones you read there are just linking to Wikipedia. Yeah, totally. And Wikipedia is fine for what it is. But like, I remember in the past seeing posts on there that were just false. And and then it bubbles up and then eventually gets taken down. But at that point, thousands and thousands of people saw it. Like, I think it's bad for the internet. I mean, we're a source on Wikipedia. So how good could it be really? Can't be that good. Yeah. Can't be that smart. Wow. Our our first, uh, (laughs) our first Reddit block. I love it. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, Thank you, Alex, for that. We have a great listener block as well. This one is from Yaya. Longtime fan of the show. Hey, Dan. Hey, Stefan. I think I know what this one is. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I didn't get a hey. Nope. Are you the guest? No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, you okay, gotta read it. Well, I got I one time. I'm, I'm not reading this now. <laughs> you want me to read no, it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the block tale is a guy I beat in a fighting game. Yes. Uh, so Yaya says, I was blocked by a guy I beat in a fighting <laughs> Yaya's game. Yaya's very good at fighting games. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Good, yeah. Back in June of 2021, a game called Guilty Gear Strive was released. As a big fighting game fan and somebody who's made money from tournaments for it, I got to the top-ranked lobbies for the game. One day, while playing in said lobby after beating somebody in a set, they sent a private message to me reading, Trash Online Masher. How you made it this high is beyond me. I thought this was very funny, and since fighting games can be a pretty niche community sometimes, I decided to screen cap the message and searched his tag on Twitter to see if I could find him. (laughs) After finding it, I decided to post the screen cap with the caption GG's and then his Twitter ad. I love that. He proceeded to block me immediately. Later in the day, I think he felt ashamed and ended up unblocking me and apologizing, but be careful who you get mad at when you're playing games online because you might end up giving a poster content. Wow. That's and it's got a nice ending too. That's, Very that's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you, Yaya. So thank you, Yaya, Guilty for sending Gear, that that's, in. That's a game that I've wanted to try, but I know it has a very steep learning curve. It's but, good. but it looks really cool. Like the the animations and stuff. Yeah, like that's really, cool, I, so. I'm really bad at fighting. Oh, games, me too. And but, I don't like. But them. me and Jesse playing each other and it would would be fun. I would, would be love great, to watch but, you guys play Guilty Gear. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should. Yeah. So thank you for sending that in, Yaya. If you are listening to this show and you have a block you want to send in, you can do it. So you can do it. I said it and so at the same time. So it's like so. Yeah. You can do it. On our website, yeah. or by sending an email to blocked at blockparty.com. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. This is a big month for us. We just um, a couple weeks ago did our final and just like that episode with Allison Rosen. Yep. And I will say, Stefan, I'm a little surprised, but a lot of people are saying they want us to do season I, two. What did I tell you? I was right. So this could be a this no could be a real way. <laughs> this could be a real problem. Uh, Stefan, it's also the debut of our new video series. Stefan takes an L, where Stefan will learn how to drive, and I will teach him how to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I blank the test, and we'll go back in and yeah, true, and yeah, you, you have your learner's test. We're recording this on Friday, February tenth. Yeah. You have your learner's on permit test coming up on the thirteenth. I'm yeah. excited for that. Uh, so yeah, make nice. sure you, uh, yeah, it should be good. So make sure you head on over to our Patreon. We got merch discounts, a discord live show discounts, all that good stuff is over there. So check it out. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend, we are here at the end of the show. Alex, we always finish off every show with a top three, three, two, one, three, two, one. What do you have for us, please? I was thinking pastries. 
How does that sound? Oh, yeah. Okay. I gotta. Okay, I kind of have to look really up like good. what qualifies as a pastry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let Alex will let you set the parameters yeah. in your mind. What qualifies as a pastry? I think it's like anything baked, especially flaky stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say flakiness. Not, not quite. Yeah, yeah, maybe not quite an entire pie, maybe not quite cookies, but but most of the other stuff in the, in that baked flaky zone. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Alex, we'll start with you. What's your number three? I I thought about it because I had an amazing almond croissant this morning. Oh yeah, that's a good pastry. Like yeah. like croissants are good in general, but the almond really elevates it. It's way better than a regular almond just on its own. The almond nut is fine. It's whatever. But like when it's when it's used for desserts, it's very good. Do you okay? That's a great call. That's a great. Do you think a cinnamon bun counts as a paste? That would count as a pastry, right? Maybe totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say cinnamon yeah, bun yes. for number three. Yeah, they're they're great. I mean, if we're talking about my dad's homemade cinnamon buns, that's that's number one. I think they're very but, good. And you've had them before. Yeah, I have. They're incredible. Um, but I because I don't I in my in the back of my mind I'm like I don't consider it to be a pastry, but for the sake of this list, I, I'll, I'll say it's a pastry. Are you say iced buns or not iced? You gotta have iced, I think. But I, I think but so I don't too. like either way. It's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do I prefer love. Ice. I mean, um, uh, grounds for coffee. Yeah, great. their cinnamon buns are just like unreal. If unreal. you're in Vancouver and you want a good cinnamon bun, that's the best place to go. Grounds for they coffee. really are like they they call themselves the best cinnamon buns in the city, and they are right to do it. They're so good. They're allowed. Yeah, John? we'll allow it. My number three is a little pastry called toaster strudel. Uh, okay. No, I'm joking. Well, that'd be fine too. <laughs> no, I think that'd be allowed. Come on, are you kidding? Yeah, me? Um, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. My number three is a sour cherry Danish. Oh, uh, I think is uh, I like Danishes nice. in general. Love a lemon Danish. Yep. I love any kind of berry, really. But I would say, I think sour cherry in pastries is might be my favorite. Yeah, uh, pastry sort of accoutrement. Yeah, uh, and then in a Danish, unbeatable. Uh, so yeah, and especially yeah, if it's got a little bit of the the white icing on top. Oh baby, great choice. Hook it to my veins. Wow, Alex, you're number two. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I like that you also probably have a specific place you get it, right? Like that was, sour cherry Danish was so loaded up. You must have a. Yeah. a, a I a honestly don't even know if I have a specific place now that you mention it. But okay. whenever it's available, great choice. I rock it. Yeah, I would say I, I do like Danishes from. Uh, there's like a great bakery here called Cobbs, and so I love I love Danishes from there. I don't know if they've ever done a sour cherry, yeah. but it made. I just was thinking Danish, and then I was like, "What is my favorite Danish?" Yeah. I think is where is sort of how I arrived there. All right. Yeah. Number two. I'm thinking number two. I'm thinking a collage. I think that's how it's pronounced, but it's a, it's a filled pastry either with something savory or sweet. Uh, And it's a Czech thing. And also they make a lot of them in Texas because there's a lot of Czech people uh, down there. That's very good. Okay. Is that with a, is that with a K or a C? A K. Yeah. I think K-O-L-A-C-H-E, I think. Okay. That That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I see this. Okay. Let's see. That's not exactly what I was thinking it would look like. It almost it almost has like kind of like a a pie or like a quiche sort of. It looks almost like a pizza sort of too. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But that's a big one. It looks like there's smaller ones here that almost look like a little tart. Wow. Damn, that looks good. Common flavors include quark. What the fuck is quark? It's like a cheese or yogurt. Yeah. The fuck is quark? Uh, fresh dairy product made from milk. The milk is soured and strained once desired curdling is achieved. Wow. Kind of looks like a cottage cheese. Yeah. Okay. Stefan. I got to go with a, with a savory uh, croissant. Very nice. Like a ham and cheese. Okay. Heat that up in yeah. the morning. That's, that's quite nice. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I, I do love a, a sweet one as well, like a chocolate or an almond sure. or a chocolate almond, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, the savory, the ham and cheese, very, very nice. I, yeah. I like that a lot, you know? Uh, it has to be, and it has to be kind of like softer, I think, too. I don't, I don't like the ones that are like too like crunchy on the outside. I think yeah. you need a little bit of give to the, the heat will help that for sure. Yeah. 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 My number two, I am going absurdly specific yeah. and absurdly Canadian. Oh. And I am going to select Woo. a Persian roll, uh, which is very distinct to Thunder Bay and okay. the surrounding areas. It is basically a cinnamon roll, but with the artificial pink icing on top. Oh, okay. And it's not exactly like a cinnamon roll, but it is extremely good. I've only had them like three times in my life yeah. and they are just incredible. That sounds intriguing. It's almost like a donut, but it's got the nice. shape of a cinnamon bun, but then it's not, it it doesn't necessarily have cinnamon. It can, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. And then it's got like pink icing on top. This is what it looks like here. Oh, that looks nice. It's extremely good. I went to a grand slam of curling in Thunder Bay and uh, they had them for all the curlers. And I was like, Keska say, wow, that's awesome. I will also shout out an honorable mention. Another very good Canadian pastry is a Towton. Uh, you can only get those in Newfoundland, oh, but it's ah. like a puffy. It's kind of like a, um, it's almost like just puffy sort of bread. Like it's very airy and yeah. light and you dip it in molasses. Oh, okay. It's extremely good. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Towton. Check right. it out if you're ever in Newfoundland. Okay. Okay. Alex, yeah. you're number one. But then, but you're on that half hour time zone. How do you even yeah, figure out when bakery opens or yeah, it's a great the logistics? Point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's very confusing. Everything there opens on the half hour too, which can get very confusing. Is that true? No. Okay. That would be insane. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I when my my number one is babka. I don't know if people know babka. Yep. It is a it's it's sort of like a big braided bread, lots of folding over. It's either chocolate or cinnamon. Yeah, uh, it's primarily Eastern European folks, Jewish folks, and also those folks who've immigrated to New York City. But my like my friend the other day called me babka pilled because <laughs> I'm so into eating babka and seeking out babka and. Just really, it's like a, it's like a super, super cinnamon roll to me, but without icing and, and the chocolate is my favorite, really flavorful. Wow. That sounds incredible. I do I like think I've, good, I think I've had highly I like a, I like sure. a Bobka. Yeah. Great yeah, choice. They have it at the, uh, bagel place here in Vancouver that shall be uh, not named. The place we hate. <laughs> yes. Um, for me, <laughs> number one, the cannoli. Dan's going to oh, like this one. Yeah, wow. That's what's up. Yeah. Let's wow. go. I mean, there's so, I mean, just an hour ago, you said you hate Italian people. So and now yeah, I, hate the, people. I hate the people. I like their food. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, John. Sorry. Uh, my, apolo- yeah. my apologies. Um, no, they're just so, I mean, they're so rich, obviously like Delicious the ricotta, treat. like you, you're just full for like the day after you have one, but mm-hmm. incredible. I had one in a little, um, cafe in San Francisco when I was, when I was there for TwitchCon a few years back and it was like mm-hmm. one of the best things I've ever eaten in my entire life. Um, they're just, nice. they're just so, they're incredible. I don't think it's something I would maybe, and it's an inter, it's a pastry that you would have like towards the end of the day. I don't think that's a morning. If you have that in the morning, you, that your day is just like written off, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're buzzing. That's like an afternoon, evening thing. That's like a, that's like a, it is a dessert. Like it's something you would have after dinner with, with coffee or something, right? Yeah. Um, but just incredible. So Delicious. good. Yeah. John? My number one, you know what? I'm just going to go with the very humble pan au chocolat. Hey. AKA a chocolate croissant. I just wanted yeah. to say a pan au chocolat. Great choice. It's fun to say. <laughs> uh, Do you but, like it with the, with the chocolate on the outside and the inside? Oh, 
You gotta you have bet. both, right? Yeah, you bet. Okay. I don't have to have both, nice. but if I you have well, both, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Not gonna say if no. someone's like, "Hey, you want some more chocolate?" I'm yeah. not gonna be like, <laughs> "Shut the fuck up." I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, give me your chocolate, baby. Yeah. I want it." So, yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, uh, there's many great, and I, I think that's kind of what I like about it too, and maybe similar to you chasing down Bobka, Alex. But I think. A lot of different yeah. places do do it differently. Some have chocolate on the yeah. outside, some don't. Some it is more yeah. of a traditional like butter croissant, but it has chocolate inside. Yeah. Some of it's a sweet croissant. Sometimes you get the one. Is it still yeah. a croissant where it's like almost like a rectangle? It's not the yes. The, that's yeah. that's more of the pan okay. au yeah, yeah, yeah. form of it, where yeah. it's basically a croissant, yeah. but it's a square, yeah. and then it usually just has like a stick of chocolate. Yes, I think I prefer that, that runs that one. through the middle. Yeah. Some will have almost like a chocolate sauce kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Man, I really want a pastry now. Yeah, this has really got me fired up. And <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, going to Cannoli King after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, and it's like 140 know, for us right now, which is sort of like time. perfect pastry time. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, a a great top three, Alex. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for being on the show. Uh, a true pleasure to have you here. Before oh. we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Thank you, guys. And and yeah, I'm so excited about my podcast, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, with my wonderful co-host, Katie Golden. And we're newly on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find it just by searching Secretly in your podcast app. It's the big, big uh, red logo. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a joy. We take something people think is ordinary, talk about why it's amazing, all the history and the science and the stuff that's behind it. Yeah, it's a great show. It is. It's uh, a lot of fun. Stefan and I have both been guests. Yep. So if you're looking for yeah. an entry point into SIF, uh, that's... That's a good place to start. I mean, unless you hate us and then you've had many other more <laughs> yeah. talented and funny guests on and you can start there. I also like kind of a bit of a flex. You're like, yeah, you don't even have to type out the whole name of my podcast. Just throw in secretly and it'll pop yeah. up. That's pretty good. That's what's up. <laughs> I like that. You're like, I've got the market cornered on podcasts that start with the word secretly, um, which is yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, and where can people find you? You said you're migrating to Instagram. What, how can people follow you on Instagram? Oh, thanks. Yeah. At Alex Schmitzstagram on Instagram and at Alex Schmitty on TikTok and then at SIFPod on both of those two. Beautiful. Beautiful. There you go. So check it out. And as for us, you can follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. You can donate to the show at Patreon.com slash BlockParty. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.